good to have you here. Uh, just so you know, this is a totally different podcast episode than I normally do uh, because what I'm doing right now is showcasing the amazing people that are going to be at the Badass Business Summit, uh, Donnie Boyvin's event, good good buddy of mine. And I'm speaking at it, I'm going to emcee it, and I'm doing my best to encourage you to come join me there. So if you are checking this out because somebody sent it to you because they're going to the Badass Business Summit, just come. If you're doing this because you normally listen to my podcast, I would love to see you there. And if you don't normally listen to my podcast, just so you know, this thing is mostly about how you build a community for business development. And uh, it's a lot about marketing and category design and a bunch of advanced concepts of what you need to do to establish a community uh, and not just like uh, have a Facebook group. But nonetheless, check this out. You're going to want to meet all these amazing people that are going to be at the Badass Business Summit, badassbusinesssummit.com. I'm going to leave you to it. Oh, for the record, I rap right now to intro my thing. So if you don't want to listen to it, just kind of like skip forward a minute and the interview will start. If it's your first time listening, then uh, I wrote the song for you. Enjoy. If you know how it is, then you know how it might be. But think what it would look like if you grow your own community. It ain't easy. That's why you're listening to hear experiences from others just like you and me. Welcome to the B2B Community Builder Podcast, a show that was started because if you can unlock the power of having a community around your business, then you will create a source of referrals, validation, marketing content, and product feedback that will be unbeatable. But who has time to think about building a community when you need to be making sure that your team has what it needs to succeed in serving clients and bringing in revenue? That is why we'll be talking to business leaders like you and I that have cracked the code on why the community play is so valuable, how to implement tactics that got them there while still serving short-term goals, and what they can teach you that they have mastered. This show is for you if you are a CEO, CMO, or simply a rainmaker that has realized that without a community, you are just a commodity, but haven't figured out how to add it to your infinite list of priorities. This show is for you if you are a community professional or trying to be a community professional that is trying to convince leadership about the need to invest in a community strategy. This show is not for you if you think transactions are more valuable than relationships. I am your host and chief executive connector, Pablo Gonzalez, co-founder of BeTheStage.Live, a marketing company that specializes in relationship-driven growth. I invented the relationship flywheel and hopefully... I'm your new best friend. So smash that subscribe button, leave a rating when you do, and get ready to plug into the power of community creation for business development. Let's go. Tell me about you, man. So what, um, what is your, you know, I, 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 I read kind of like this, not a lot of people give me an onboarding messaging that really like makes me really pumped up right and yours did right so i don't even remember what i wrote i'm sure you don't i'm sure you don't (laughs) i'm sure all this stuff just comes totally natural to you man what uh you you wrote you you basically you know i have this prompt in there that's like talk to me about something with community and strategy and marketing or whatever that you think is interesting and you talked about this idea of like automations and funnels just really aren't aren't the right way to connect and engage there's better ways to do it man you want to tell me a little bit more about get you going there 
Yeah, you bet. So it, it's a little bit of a soapbox, but that, I guess maybe that's the idea, right? So like, I'm a salesperson, right? I have an insurance background. I've been in insurance for a decade now. Um, I've recently started a new journey as the chief revenue officer for Maverick App, which is a sales engagement tool. All of my professional experience is in sales. I love waking up in the morning on a Monday at whatever time God wakes me up and thinking I'm going to create something from nothing today. I love that hunt. It excites me. I'll run upstairs and tell my wife, found somebody new, you know, and she's like, yeah, yeah. yeah." (laughs) Um, But I love that stuff. And, and what I've known, and I'm also very, very analytical. I like to look inward and analyze what I see outward. And what I've noticed is there's no such thing as a silver bullet solution, but people think there is. Right. So I'm not speaking negatively about marketing or about funnels or about web dev or sales, nothing. I'm talking about all of it running concurrently. But what's happened is you go on Facebook or you go on LinkedIn, you see these ads and all of the ads when they're done correctly are basically this, this educational ad, which funnels you to the next step, which might be a video or a landing page or uh, a newsletter or something that brings you further down the line towards a buying decision. And the salespeople of the world, calling them out, myself included, have wasted time, money, and energy over and over and over on this idea that they can rely on that process consistently to get clients to the 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 one-yard line, to make it 99 yards down the field, make it to the one-yard line. And all you have to do is hop on a call with them and close them. And what is being lost, it's actually really bad. It's really bad because what's being lost is this personalized touch, this relationship building. Um, People buy from people they know, like, and trust. Like the, the, The biggest clients I've ever had, they didn't go online and buy automatically. They bought from me. You know what I mean? So these funnels, these cycles, what's happening is it's nobody's fault. It's not the marketer's fault. It's not the web dev's fault. It's the user's fault for falling into this sort of a lazy progression where they start to forget the lessons that got them to where they are in the first place, right? And those lessons are when you have someone's phone number sitting in front of you and they say, sure, call me anytime. And it's not an appointment. It doesn't say, call me at 1230. It's not an appointment. Pick up the phone and call them. They forget that lesson. When they say, reach out to me in three months and you make a to-do list, but then you don't do it, they forget that lesson. So they start to rely more heavily on these progressions of marketing, progressions of sales to solve those problems. And it doesn't work just like everything else they've tried to do in the past. I'm going to drop the mic right there. (laughs) Drop it. Drop it. This thing's over. I'm done. Um, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, dude. I love it, man. I, I, the first thing that first came to my mind when you started talking, I was like, Oh, I love insurance people. Cause there's such social animals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There's no way that you can come from the insurance world without being like a social beast. But dude, what totally. you're saying either that or hyper analytical, hypercritical, able to dissect data and turn it into a financially driven solution. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then they don't know how to sell. So it's kind of a yin and yang. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. 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 Um, what you're saying just like is I couldn't agree with you more, man. Like I, I think um, I feel like the last kind of 10 to 20 years of, of marketing kind of evolution is parallel in human history to, and, and just go with me here, right? Like sure. the, the, the food, 
right? Like for eons and eons and eons, we planted our own food. We were very, very close to it, uh, you know, or we grew it. At some point, we had industrialization and quantity became a thing. And we were like, yeah, quantity. And then, it, and then like we completely forgot about quality. And then at some point, we started dying from it. And yeah. then at some point, Walmart started selling organic food, right? Like, you know, like we came back to, we came back to the norm of like natural stuff and being yeah. close to like what we eat in farm to table restaurants. And I think that's happened really quickly with, with communication and technology, right? Like MarTech yeah, and social media and all this stuff preys on our human nature of wanting to find a silver bullet. So, you know, we've gone into this like quantity version of just like, I can automate all this crap and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, man, human connection, right? Like, yeah. like relationships are the atomic building, uh, the atomic unit of anything good that you're going to create in business. Yeah, they're the most catalyst for everything good, for everything sales, for everything progression, right? Like, until they figure out some way to automate a personality 100% and call audibles at the line of scrimmage, so to speak, right? Personality-wise, when someone asks a question, even, even then it's probably too much of a stretch. But until that happens, relationships are going to drive everything. 100%, yeah. bro. 100%. Hey, so it's, it's funny. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go, go, go. Tell me. This is about I you, bro. Gonna, I was going to say, it's funny because, right, like COVID hit and anybody who was paying attention to what needed to be done automated something whether it be zoom meetings or automated reach outs and email LinkedIn, whatever the case may be, they figured that out and it hopefully did it early. Right. But the funny thing is, is the more people did it, the more they were thirsty for genuine human connection. When someone wrote them an actual reach out on LinkedIn, Pablo love what you're doing. Love to dive into it. Learn if there's a way I can support you. If not, no problem. I can handle go pound sand, but if you're open to it, let's connect. You know, yeah, hundred percent, man. The moment the moment it was taken away from us, we all we all craved it, right? That's that's one of those yeah. unique things, man. So that being said, I'm also a big believer that we are going through a giant contextual shift, right? Like we are going from native analogs that believe that the online world is just a complement of their regular world to native digitals that believe that the analog world and the digital world are both the real world, right? And they mm -hmm. value things um, completely different. So I do believe that there is, there is a role for technology to contextualize this stuff. And when I see somebody like you who has figured out a really nice kind of marriage of both by having an automated thing, but it has a video of your face and it's totally, totally genuine. And, and, you know, like it, it, that to me is a, is a total additive. You want to, you want to tell me just a little bit about that, your, your typical LinkedIn kind of outreach campaigns and how you think about that. Cause I thought that was amazing. Oh yeah, sure. Absolutely. So there's two things I can add to that. One, one is more specifically what you're talking about, right? So, uh, in a LinkedIn message, after I've reached out to someone a couple times and no response, you know, when the, the little head, if there's a setting in LinkedIn that shows whether or not you've seen the message and it's a little tiny little profile picture that says you, your eyes have been on the message I sent you, um, either they haven't seen it or they have and haven't responded after a few of those, right. I'm going to own that and be like, clearly I haven't sent anything compelling enough to you to make you make it resonate with you. Nothing has sunk in. Let's hit you with the hard data, not a sales pitch, but why the heck I reached out to you, what we might be able to do together. And then, so in that last, uh, not email message, but I've done an email too. In that last message, there'll be a, um, a link 
to the people I network with, like you, right? The people I connect with. And those people are badasses. Like these are the people that will connect you with everyone they know and their mothers. And you probably don't even want their mothers, but they'll do it anyway because they love on it, right? Like they'll take care of you. The um the second link is gonna be a video on Loom. If you don't use it, I highly recommend it. L-O-O-M. I'm not paid by them. Um <laughs> that that's an opportunity to have a really short explanatory video of who you are, right? Uh, why you reached out. It's a face-to-face interaction like this, only I'm the only one talking. And at the end of it, there's a call to action where it's like, hey, if you want to learn more about who I am, click this link. It brings you to my calendar. If you want to learn more about the, the services I've offered, here's the video. Here's no sales pitch. Here's how it works. One, two, three, four, five, call to action. And that gets sent to anybody that hasn't replied, right? Um, it creates a call to action funnel and a way to generate business in a really authentic way, because I believe in taking every opportunity I can to help other people's, other people's, other people grow their business as much as mine. Um, the second thing I'll share as far as the genuine reach outs, I do a LinkedIn power hour every now and again, right? It's a really fun activity. You close all your windows, you close your email, you close everything. You go on LinkedIn, you don't need sales now. You can do it on the free version and you do a search for your target market and you right click on every profile and open up a ton of taps, 20, 30, 40, 50 taps, open up the profile, give it a five second read. I, I call it a five second thoughtful, five seconds, Pablo, right? Figure out who they are, something you liked, put that into a note, send, repeat, do it for an hour. Like you'll hit the ball out of the park with the amount of people who, who will accept that connection request because it's personalized, you know? And, and if you don't want to do it personally, have someone do it for you, automate it. I don't care, but yeah. Yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. I, I think anything that, anything that combines the efficiency of social networks and the information that people already put out there with truly looking at somebody and, Instead of judging them, looking for something that you like about them and letting them know that you see it is is a win, man. <laughs> like yeah. I just think I think that is so smart. And I think that the world needs it, right? Like I th- I think the idea of people love to be seen, man, and they love to be recognized. So whether or not, whether or not you got a response or not, you know, you, you, you gave somebody you gave somebody a good, a good feeling for the moment that they interacted with that before yeah. they thought that you were just trying to sell them some shit and they weren't interested, right? But totally. like yeah, <laughs> you know, for a minute, yeah. for a minute, you know. Totally, um, absolutely. I love that, man. So, what are you, uh, what are you talking about at the summit, man? So, I'm talking about putting your sales hat on. That's what I'm talking about. So, putting your sales hat on is for the business owner who, uh, maybe they're a sole proprietor, maybe they have a team, maybe they don't. But whether or not we want to admit it, every single person's in sales, right? We're either selling our relationship, we're selling our trust, we're selling our camaraderie, we're selling our business. It's all a sales process, right? And it's it's interesting because a lot of times I hear the phrase, well, I'm referral only. That's awesome. Good for you. You're missing out if you're not putting your sales hat on and trying to find more people that will refer to you, right? So at the summit, I'm talking about putting on your sales hat, not overcomplicating things, some tactics and strategies that people can use to build their business simply, repeatably, intangibly, right? Because that's what we all need. No one needs this intangible out there in the ether sales advice. We need simple stuff, right? And then I'm I'm going to talk about Maverick App and how it's picking up the the, the leaks in every single salesperson's world. Um, learning how to sell your way, 
So if you don't want to be a used car salesperson, that's the analogy we go to. Uh, let's figure out how to sell without doing that. You know, it's I'll uh, cover all. I need it. I need that. So <laughs> I appreciate that, bro. I'm, I'm the. <laughs> I like to tell people I'm a I'm a world class opener and a very mediocre closer, right? Like I um. And I, and I've been on the journey, man. Like I, I have, I'm not, by the way, I'm now on the other side of that, right? Like I now believe that words have power and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. But like, I'm not, I just don't, I've never believed in closing, man. I really believe that you don't close a sale. You're opening a relationship, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more into, <laughs> into that advice. And, and I do believe, and, and I realize that there is an absolute art form to the way that you can, you know, um, conduct or architect or whatever, a conversation in a way for someone to truly understand, for you to truly understand what that person needs and to make it obvious to them whether or not you can help them and and help them make that decision, right? So like I've, I've very much bought into that these days. I'm very much looking forward to your, to your presentation, dude. How did you, um, how'd you connect into Donnie's world, man? What do you like about that, dude? So uh, Donnie's my spirit human. I've told him this over and over again, mostly because we just, we just, we pass sarcastic re- responses back and forth almost the whole time. But no, ultimately what, what it really is, is that we're, we're just no bullshit. Right. Um, I think he is definitely more down the middle than I am. Um, I throw a curveball every now and again, but, but ultimately, right. So what connected me to Donnie and SCN was my former chapter president. She tried recruiting me over and over and over again. You might know Aaron Lubian. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. One of yeah. one of the funniest person I met at the last conference. Oh Freaking yeah, oh there you go. Hilarious, yeah, she, she, she her name makes their makes the rounds pretty quickly. Everybody yeah. knows Aaron. Yeah. Um. So she like took months to bring me on board, and I swore I would never ever join a one person per industry organization ever again. I network it with people all over the country. What's the point? Um. She, then one day she just goes, Steve, what's your hangout? Just, it's an hour. If you hate it, don't talk to me again. Like I'm fine. Right. And I'll, okay. Fair point. Like what am I holding on to? That's worth holding on to. I visited. That's all she wrote. Um, I love that Donnie talks about sales. I talk about sales. We don't do it exactly the same way, which is also a good thing. Uh, the organization is amazing by far, far the best cool. networking opportunity I've ever had. I mean, dude, I feel like you and I are kind of spirit animals um, in the sense that like you're talking straight at me, right? I'm also just like, what do I need to, what do I need to be part of a networking organization? Like I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, like a fanatical networker. This is what I do, right? Like, um, yeah. so, and Donnie's That's talking. That's what I like about stuff like this because it's way more of a conversation, right? I know I ranted a few times, but. <laughs> Listen, man, honestly, yeah. this, this stuff for me is very therapeutic because I'm, I'm usually being a good listener is a learned behavior for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and when I get to podcast, I'm really get to really zone in on the person that I'm talking to. And I know that I'm trying to make you sound as good as possible. So I'm going to shut up now. Right. But like, I'm just saying it's very therapeutic for me. And I appreciate it. Oh, uh, no problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You bet. Happy to make you look like a rock star too, Pablo. I, I get that about you, man. I get that about you. I think, I think you and I are going to get along famously at this I agree. Yeah. in Fort Worth coming up here soon. Give me, um, what, what is this, uh, you said that, is this a new gig that you're a part of, man? Cause I'm looking at you on LinkedIn and, and, or maybe I'm looking at the wrong Stephen Wallace. I'm probably, no, Thomas, so I know there's many of them. Um, <laughs> what, what, uh, what's, what's this, um, the software that you're with? What, what is this uh, gig that you're with, man? Yeah. So Maverick app, Maverick app. Uh, yeah. yeah the, the LinkedIn profile needs is yet to be updated for insurance cool. and red tape reasons. Um, but Maverick app is a sales engagement tool. 
right? So this was written by and made by salespeople who know the problems of salespeople for salespeople. Like uh, when I was shown this, I've been using it for since before 2022 started. Um, when I was shown this, I felt like my life was being explained to me and I felt understood <laughs> in a very like empathetic level. It was kind of hilarious. The, uh, the, my, my buddy Brent is the CEO and he's, he's showing me Maverick app and I'm like, are, are you living in my head? Is this is my world right here. And, um, and he knows it and, and now we know it. So Maverick app is a sales engagement tool that uses email, your inbox to help you sell, It'll help you find prospects, automatically drop those prospects into the marketing world. We call it a, a sequence. We call it a maneuver um, or a mission. And it just keeps going and going and going in the background. It makes follow-up a cinch. You don't have to worry about it. Um, reducing your time in your inbox from hours a day to 30 minutes. It's, uh, I'm on the, it's quite I'm on- something. I'm on the website right now. I get it. You guys are all your Maverick app. It's all like pilot analogies and and you keep talking about missions. Uh, yep. Yep. I like the, I like the branding, man. It's very, very cool. Awesome, man. Well, I'm, I'm pumped to hear about that. What's um, what's your, you said that, you know, your target market, like very, very clearly who's that. So that if that person is hanging out with us right now, they want to reach out to you. Yeah. You bet. Uh, marketing agencies are huge. Yeah. And this is actually kind of cool. So I had these, I had these verticals, way before I even joined Maverick app, and now they are even more so. Uh, so marketing companies, agencies, social media management, doesn't matter if it's one one person or or, or staff, right? A larger a larger business. Uh, so um, me, go ahead. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we gotta yeah, talk, yeah. man. We gotta talk. For sure. Um, sales organizations, um, IT management. So think who does your IT, who handles your cybersecurity, stuff like that private practice attorneys love this stuff because they have to be really careful about outbound email solicitation. And this does not look salesy. This is really personalized stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So those are a few. Cool. Love it, man. Love it. Um, I've been asking everybody, you know, kind of last question is, and by the way, best way, best place to connect with you is LinkedIn. Actually. Yeah. That's definitely the most consistent way to connect with me. I, I love LinkedIn reach out, uh, inbound and, and outbound. You can also reach me at Steve at maverickapp.io. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I've been asking everybody, right? Like I, I think that there is probably not in the room that we're headed in. Right. But, um, I think there's like a social skills attrition gap happening right now. Cause conferences are literally just ramping up again. A lot of people, right. I've been going to, I've been going nuts at conferences for like a, a solid year now. Cause I'm yeah you know, insane. And I, you know, part of what I do is we work conferences for clients and stuff like that. And we got to, sure. not about me. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Most people haven't, haven't been to a conference in yeah. a minute, right. Or a networking event. They have this like social skills attrition. You seem like a beast networker. What is your kind of like, what is your go-to advice for walking into a bunch of people that you never met before? Own how awkward it is. Own it. If, if, if you're, if you see a closed off group of people, four five, six people, there's probably seven of them are financial advisors, more people in the group that are even there are financial advisors. Uh, that's a, that's an old joke I have from old networking days. Like there was your loan officer, financial advisor, insurance agent. They're all hanging out together. Commercial realtor. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, 
but just own how awkward it is. I, I walk into a group of five, six people that clearly all know each other or have some rapport or closed off to the rest of the room. And I'll just weasel my way in and be like, I know this is weird guys behind Steve. <laughs> like, I love it. yeah, that's the best way. I think, you know, what's the alternative sit on the, sit on the side uh, and yeah. wait for someone to walk up to you. I mean, that works, but totally agree, man. Totally agree. Right. Like I, um, as a, I feel like you and I have been in very, very similar rooms in different markets and uh, it's always, at one point it clicked to me that every single person in that room is like their biggest fear at that moment is to be in a room full of people and feel alone, right? So totally. the, yeah. the, idea, the idea that you can just own that awkwardness, everybody's feeling it and yep. introduce yourself to people whenever yep. is doing everybody a favor, man. So like even breaking that cycle of like the six people that are huddled together, you're doing them a favor to be like, all right, cool. I don't have to keep on this conversation. There's some new, new thing to talk about, man. I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. You break it, break up the ice a little bit, have a laugh, like acknowledge what's all there that no one's talking about. Like, like for some reason, everyone's a robot all of a sudden. And we can't talk about how awkward it is to shove your way into a group of people that you've never spoken with in your life. Let's be real. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it, dude. Well, there you have it. This thing is going to be chock full of cool people and having a great time, plus taking a bunch of super actionable takeaways to help your business. So go to BadassBusinessSummit.com. It is September 22nd to 24th in Fort Worth, Texas. And really, I'm just, I just want to hang out with you. So I hope that you come. And uh, if this is your first time listening to this podcast because somebody you know, showed you this thing because of a badass business summit speaker showed it to or whatever. I appreciate you listening. Give uh, the other ones a shot. If you want to check out episode seven, it's when I do my intro story rap thing. Um, first couple of seasons are totally different than this last season when I'm doing all live shows because this thing of doing live internet talk shows is how you build a community. This is the way for small businesses and solopreneurs and the most efficient way to build a community. So I hope that you stick around, join me on a live one, and uh, I want to meet you at the Badass Business Summit where I will be emceeing and keynote speaking on how to do this. So, so until next time, remember... Relationships will always beat transactions.